Having a good team in place, be able to delegate, is crucial for building your business. Yeah. Less than 20% of all businesses in the UK have a business plan. Have that one goal and you know, take, take that box and make it happen. And we had to reinvent ourselves a little bit. This yeah. is fundamental for the business to grow. Welcome back to Success is a System. I'm Mike Green and I've got Francois Perel with me today. Now, when I first met Francois, it was about five years ago. I was entrepreneur in residence at Alia Future Business Center. Francois had a business uh, and we're going to talk about that journey. But since then, he's grown that business continues to grow that business, has sold some IP and exited some cash on the way, which is always nice to do in business. I want to talk about that, learn from that, and see what we can uh, learn from Francois that could be helpful to you. Um, so let's get straight in. Francois, we first met about five years ago. Indeed. What were your first impressions of that meet and where were you in, in business and your headspace at that point in time? So at that point in time, I was, I was, um, it was a difficult time in my life. You know, I've gone through quite a lot of personal difficulties, a, a divorce, and that's I remember that was one of the one of the things we discussed. Um, and it, it was a, it was a tough, yeah, tough time. Um, but I think I was kind of uh, I came to your session and obviously trying to listen to the the good words of Mike Green and 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 uh, and then some of the I think some of the key things you said is uh, uh, one, you've got a lot of ideas, Francois. Um, these are great ideas, and I think I, I can't remember what I said, but I think it was four or five things. And he said, "Francois, you need to pick one." Yeah. Um, and that was one one thing I remember. Um, the second thing I remember you said to me is, uh, uh, "Is uh, do you have a lawyer?" <laughs> yeah. and, I, and, and, I, and at the time I didn't. And he said, "Well, I, I know someone. In, I'm going to introduce to him, and, and it might be." And I think. It was a great introduction, and, and because of that, we uh, that was I think that was a first step actually that built up lots of other steps in the right direction. Um, so thank you for that <laughs> for, for the for the point in time. That it, it's a good. pleasure, and you reminding me takes me back as as well. And I do remember you going through a divorce, and trying to build a business is tough. Trying to build it when you're challenging children and wife and and home and rehome and and all of this adds to that. And so for me as a mentor, one of the things I'm really conscious of is some people say, yeah, but that's my personal life. I, I, I just need to focus on the business. And I think that's like saying pick one at the end of the pen up. I mean, it's connected. So to me, people can share what they want and only as much as they want. But if I'm working with a whole person and, you know, you, 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 you've got to fix the whole person if you want to help them fix their business. Uh, and, um, and so that's really important. And I do say when I start working with someone, I'm a doctor of education, but think of me like a doctor that you might go to surgery to see. If you give me half the symptoms or the wrong symptoms or there's stuff going on that I don't know about, I could give you the medicine that's wrong for you. I could give you medicine that could hurt you. Mm. And so the more I know, the more honest we are, and you were always great, great at being really honest and give me all the detail there, the more we can say, okay, well, let's, let's deal with that. Let's sort that out first, or let's take some time to make that happen, and then we'll focus on the business. Um, equally, you talk about your ideas, and, and most entrepreneur, most business people are entrepreneurs, but you were more than that. You're, you're an inventor, a scientist, an innovator, so you create uh, new products that haven't been mm. seen before, and we'll, we'll get into that. But And the reason I said pick one is I do love the saying that the fox that chases four rabbits starves. 
You know, you, mm. it can be four hours about, you've got yeah, to chase yeah, one, yeah. go for it. And then if you, if you miss that one and that don't work out, we can cho choose another. But, you know, you can't chase all those things at once. Focus and discipline. I say again and again and again, focus and discipline. And then because you had something that you were thinking about selling that you uh, wanted evaluation on, I think your partners were in different countries, weren't they? Yes, Germany, yeah. Germany. So um, we've got to try and get together. We've got to make sure... For me as a mentor to you, I want to protect your interests. They've got mm -hmm. their own lawyers. They're going to do theirs. Um, and getting a good commercial legal relationship early on is important. In fact, we've had a session with Ian yeah. Uh, where we talk about that, what, what you can drive the multiples on, but the fact that ideally we want a two or three year journey so we can help you put structures mm. in place yeah. to optimize the value of either the IP or the whole business or part therein that, that might be sold. So um, yeah, that took me right back to all, all those journeys. So tell me, um, for the benefit of anyone who might, who might be watching and listening, tell us a little bit about what you do and your business and, and what you were building or creating at the time. So at the time, um, I, I kind of developed a, a paint. Uh, it was an insulating material um, that was basically trying to, uh, to insulating. Initially, it was housing, but then machines in general. Uh, my background is, is industrial. Um, and um, we, we had a glimpse of a, an idea there. And we tried already with my business partner. Uh, we, we created loads of different formulas, over 100 or 200 formulas, tried and failed. Um, we have lots of fun stories about this, um, and um, and we were at a time where we needed to, to build a an infrastructure, something to actually sell uh, the new generation of product, um, but also sell the one that we thought that was the best, the best, the best paint, the best uh, insulation material that we had at the time. So and and the lawyer helped us to to put a you know to put a structure to define a new business to actually sell this IP. Yeah. Um, so this was um, this was a, a, a good bit of work with the lawyer, um, and I think I think you've had a couple of ideas as well. You help us through, you know, trying to put some, some of these ideas together as well. So that was um, that was that was very important for us. Yeah, and and I mean, without getting into numbers, because obviously that's confidential and personal. But if you'd have sold the IP that you sold without the benefit of an, a lawyer like Ian, what do you, versus doing it with the advice he gave you in the structure and the, yeah. with him negotiating your corner. And what yeah. makes him really interesting is the fact that he's a fifth down black belt. And so he takes that warrior yeah. negotiation into, into yeah, your yeah. Uh, side of the fight, as it were. But let's say that we had an index of 100 that mm. you might have sold out. What do you think you sold it out with the benefit of Ian's help? Well, it's in millions, so it's, it's obviously good. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but I think also, even before this, I don't think that the uh, I don't think without such a lawyer we would be able to sell it because I think the the, the business we sold to was uh, you know was a, a, a multi billion company, and and uh, you know they wanted a a, a sound uh, company, you know, not just a, a, a one good lawyer, but also a structure yeah, yeah. and a company behind it. So I think that, that, you know, having Ian on the side was great, but also a big company, a big lawyer company firm in London. That's what also made it. I so think. he spoke their language. Absolutely. He, he, cause I remember the, 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 the two partners in Germany, wasn't it? And so he would be able to speak to their, their, their lawyers, understand the language that they were looking for. Um, yeah. So I think the law firm in London also had German lawyers, uh, right, right. and 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 obviously they knew the, the German laws, and and they were German speakers. So that was really helpful.
Yeah, yeah, that was Fladgate. They've been my lawyers for many, many years, and Ian's been my lawyer for 15 years. So I'm a great fan of his. But generally, one of the things I'll often say to mentees is the, the two areas where I would say you should always be slightly uncomfortable in the amount that you're paying mm. are finance and legal. In the sense that if you're getting a good deal and you're happy that you're getting a cheap deal on finance and legal, yeah. you're probably losing money yeah. because, or you're certainly not making as much money because that money, you absolutely get what you pay for mm. when it comes to finance and yeah. legal. So uh, we roll forward. I mean, I want to come back a little bit because uh, we, we roll forward. You've now uh, sold the IP gone from like struggling innovator, inventor, yeah. to having a nice little nest egg now that can give you security for the future? Yeah, absolutely. So, so this has been 12 years in the making. Um, I'd say about last 10 years has been, you know, roller coaster of trials and failure. And most, I'd say probably 90, 98% was, was failure. Um, the last 2% just made it, made it happen. Um, and then we use this platform, so we've sold the IP, and we're trying to use the same platform to actually sell the next generation of product. <clears throat> um, and that's a great, I think it's a great way um, to carry on. We didn't really want to sell a business, um, you know, so we, we carry on to try and sell IPs. That's, that's the idea. So you kept the business, but you took a chunk of money out by selling the IP. But I think what's also interesting, and, and this is what I get from working with anybody, because I'm constantly looking at new mentors as well in different skill sets and so on. But when you learn the lesson once with someone like Ian, you'll use him again for the legal side of it, but you've learned the lesson. So you then know how to structure the second IP, second business very differently anyway. Absolutely. I mean, the idea is obviously not to take another 12 years to, to get yeah. to the next IP or even to the next business. So it is, it's, it's, Get the learnings on board, and then really make sure put things in structure so so we can we can get quicker to the next goal. Yeah. So it might take you ten years to get your first million, but you can get the next one in one year or two years. Let's yeah. hope. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen I've seen the way you've worked and 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 how you've evolved since. And I think from working with Ian to sell was that two years, something like that. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So two yeah. years, but he helped you restructure, optimize your exit, actually. Get, get a chunk of money off the table without even selling the business. So you've still got the benefit of the business. You're working on different IPs that yeah. you can sell in a similar way. Is that right? That's right. And I, I, I'd add something here is that you also need someone that believes in you. Right. And I think uh, that's super important for me. Is, is it, I think Ian at the time gave us the opportunity because he believed in the idea. Yeah. And he, he took a lot of risk on board. Uh, you know, I'm talking to, to Ian now. He, he probably wouldn't give us the same kind of, the same kind of deal now. Um, because we moved on, but at the time they took a massive risk, and I, and I think he, he believed, and Easton believed in us, and um, that's that's how it worked. But equally, I guess you're in a different position now, in the sense that you now more you, you more appreciate the value of a good commercial lawyer. But equally, about believing you, I remember um, having many conversations where, because of some of the other stuff you were going through. I had to keep saying to you, you're, you're a great guy. You've got a great product here. You yeah. know, you've got to believe in yourself. And I think yeah. that believing in you, as other people believe in you, it gives you the belief in yourself. And you've got to have that because any journey for an entrepreneur or innovator is, is rife with ups and downs. I mean, you talked about 200 formulas that you tried and failed, and you hear that with whether it's Dyson or, or, or Edison or any sort of great inventions or innovations. Mm. You've got to accept that a failure is part of that journey, haven't you? Yes. But failure is, it's a, you know, you, you read all sorts of stuff these days on, you know, social media is about failure, success, and it, it is. I mean, and, but you have to, you have to live it. 
you have to you have to go through the pain i think because there's a lot of my 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 son included things that they're going to get straight out there and you have to go for that pain and then yeah. it, it is hard yeah. and then it's you know there's a lot of things along the way and you know keep keeping it going and the family and everything but this is this is important yeah and part of my passion for for talk, getting success as a system and getting lawyers and accountants and entrepreneurs who, who are on the beginning of journey of exited or or somewhere on that journey to talk about the systems is that a lot we do need to go through that. We do need to put the work in. We do need some of the pain, I think, and we grow through that pain. But actually, if you can learn the systems along the way and earlier, once you know those systems, it's not so painful. It's not, it's so, not painful. so hard. Yeah. And success is about learning a system, getting that system to work for you or finding one that works yeah. for you and then work in the system, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, we've put a lot of things in place. Since. I mean, we, we my own business, we put a lot of things in place. We're trying to speed up the process and get there quicker. And I think we're getting there. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. My, my current business, we're getting there, but we've we've learned a lot um, through that journey, 100%, yeah. Brilliant. And so let's go back to then uh, some of the key elements that you were dealing with at the time, not necessarily personal stuff, but what do you think is different about the way you run your business now to the way you ran it when we first met five years ago? Um, it took a lot of lesson on board, I think. Uh, I don't know. There's a number of things. One, um, I, have a, I have a good good contract. Good uh, having yeah, a good yeah. contract is super important. I, mean, I, I repeat that to, to a lot of people I work with, and you know, having a great contract in place. So, having the, the legalities and the people behind it to help you to build this. That's that's um, that's one key one. Um, financial uh, structure, yeah. your, your terms, the terms and condition. I, I, I saying to a lot of friends and starting businesses, you put, make sure you have got a good terms and condition in place. Uh, this is this is difference between you know managing cash flow and not managing cash flow well. Yeah, so, yeah. so this is important for us, um, and uh, I think delegating within business um, super important. Be able to delegate and be able to have a structure in place within your business where you can delegate. You, people can report back to you. Um, so that's that's an important one for me. Um, Which is probably why you look more relaxed now because you're able to. <laughs> well, more people in helping you and things like that. But I think you, you know the, the nitty gritty is make sure people people deliver deliver on time. And it's it's a different role then, yeah, you know. Yeah, and then yeah. you, you have to delegate, but maybe find someone to to chase these day to day tasks and things like that. But um, yeah. so just to go into some of that, we talked about the legal. I mean, we talked a lot about that financial. I often say that more businesses go get bust because of a lack of cash than the lack of business idea or a lack of sales opportunity. And, and it's really important, even in a, in a growth business, we actually burn cash quicker and more than yeah. in a business in decline. Mm. And so knowing that cash flow, knowing that you've planned it, knowing that you've raised enough in the first place, or that you're holding back sales slightly sometimes if you haven't been able to sort the cash out so yeah. you don't get into a cash problem. And that's something that's hard for innovators and entrepreneurs I think to take on board because they just think someone else will give them some more cash I think yeah and and you know we we are trying we have tried we, we current business now we're trying to apply for grants and things like that to help you so I think there's there's a lot of things available uh, grant is a really difficult um, you know it's, it's a very difficult network of, of getting the grants as well so um, mm-hmm. if, if you do if you do get lucky yeah it's great fantastic um, but I think also what we've gone through, we, we've been through Innovate UK grant and things like that to try and get grand in business with that, with that great success, I would say. Uh, but now we're trying to go more towards um, so, um, private, uh, pr- private uh, equities and private uh, sort of um, 
uh, investors. And I yeah. think um, it, it, I think this is probably I don't know. I I, I personally think this is probably uh, better if you can, um, because the grants and things like one hard to get. Um, private investor, I think you also marry up with someone else or, yeah. or another business, and I think it brings a lot to to what you well, do. It's, well. it's interesting the language you use when language you use when you say a private investor, you marry up with someone else because it is like a marriage. You're on a journey together, and and to me, part you get a good legal legal relationship. The accounting relationship should be one that doesn't just do the finances. A good accountant, certainly when you're in growth or you're innovating, should be someone who helps you with those grants, tells you where those grants are, helps you and has teams that can package them for you. Um, but what we wouldn't do is we wouldn't just go to one sort of source. You, you should look at multiple sources on, on funding yes. because there are lots of different ways to access that and there's hierarchies you know the, the best money often or cheapest money will be high street banks but they if it don't tick the box it don't tick tick the box yeah. and then you go to secondary banks or mes lenders or investment platforms and we speak to oliver uh, investors uh, about fundraising so we can teach people about mm. you know what to do what not to do uh, how to access those right avenues but none of this when you go in business do you think you're going to have to learn Absolutely. but it's and it's all about and i was talking earlier to somebody that you know we can learn to do our skill you know your skill as a scientist mm. in in creating some of these systems is unquestioned and that's what you trained for but once yeah. you're doing that you've then got to learn about legal and hr and finance yes. and all of these elements and the third point you said was about delegating well it's easy to say to delegate, but you got to find the right people. Yeah. So, w what what have you found are the issues that have been hardest to deal with, or that you've overcome, or the systems that you use to find the right people? I mean, recruitment at the moment is it's 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 very difficult um, in the UK. You know, finding the right skills is is a challenge at the moment. Um, and then, uh, you know, you go to a recruitment agents. You know, you to just make sure you. We're doing recruitment fairs, going to universities and go right in and trying to meet people and see what the, what the yeah, values yeah, yeah. are. Um, but I think, yeah, going through the uh, right recruitment firm, I think it's quite good. I think it's a good idea. Um, I know it costs more, but I think they, they do pain points probably better. Well, and um, so the reason I, I often would promote that is two twofold. One, you want to be focused on being a great scientist that finds these new IPs that are going to make you yeah. millions of pounds. The minute you personally are having to find people, one, you're not an HR person necessarily. Yeah. You have quite a, a focus on, on the product side of the business. So let someone who's the best at what they do, yeah. do that. And secondly, I think recruiters are more open to and happy to steal people from other companies. Yeah. Uh, and often the best people aren't looking. Yeah. So it's okay, you can put an ad out there, but the best people are often being looked after where they are. Uh, and you've got to yeah. kind of seduce and attract yeah. them away with the packages. Now, a good recruiter will do that, but they'll also tell you your package isn't good enough. You know, mm. it's too low or you're, yeah. you need to add these el other elements to it. And they become an advisor, a mentor, if you like, around people. Yeah. Because there's that circle I often talk about, that how do we attract, train, motivate and retain the best people? And that goes on and on, because even when we've had people for a couple of years, we've got to kind of re-attract them to stay with us. We've got to retrain them to be relevant yeah. to today's needs. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got to motivate and, and keep that going in terms yeah. of the retention and so on. Yeah. Uh, and, that, and that's crucial. So. Um, what systems do you think in your business 
are the most important to enable you to be here today and not be running around like a headless chicken? And what systems, if you were talking to yourself, imagine you could go back in time and talk mm. to yourself five years ago, what would you do differently? It's, it's tough. It's a tough question, you know, this, because um, I'd say the, the best thing is, is to be able to delegate. But when you start, um, you, you don't necessarily have the team in place. So it, it, it's, a, it's a tough one. But I think um, grow your business, <laughs> get a good team behind you yeah, yeah. and a strong team and be able to delegate. So, you know, it's, if you've got two people, they can do this much. If you've got three people, you could do an extra more and, yeah. and sometimes a lot more. So I think having a, <clears throat> having a good team in place, be able to delegate, crucial for building a business yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and you're right you know if you're starting off as a one-man band you've got to do it all yeah and you've probably got limited funds with which to yeah. do it yeah. but the, the thing that we have that is the great equalizer in my opinion is time you know whether you're homeless or elon musk we still got 168 hours so if you are limited in resource yeah. that resource when you haven't got people as a resource is time yeah. and so to me it becomes to how are we using that 168 hours because the difference between elon and and say me or you is that he uses his time more effectively now he's got lots of people as well we didn't always have mm. so be Getting it to me, getting a plan that enables you to be rifle focused so you don't get easily distracted means you're you're getting three times as much, let's say, out of yourself because you're not yeah. wasting time with distraction of possibilities yeah. elsewhere. You've set your mind, we're going to create a product that does this, and then you're obsessive about that. When that's done, sold, yeah. delivered, or on its journey, we can look at another one, we can look at another one. So do you do you use your time differently now to... to yeah, I, I also try to, or what I try to do in business is trying to make sure that people are always on the same page and they understand the vision of the business. You know, I... I I, we have team meetings and I say, you know, this is this is what the vision is for the business. And and I think it's important this because when people don't get it, sometimes they just they just they're not sure what they're working for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and having that vision is important. So, you know, having these meetings and team meeting to make sure the vision is always on point. I think so, that's... Uh, and so when you talk about a vision, that suggests to me you you have still got a written business plan. Yes, yes. of course. Of course. Writing a business plan is, I think, essential. Um, and you can go into a lot of details, but I think even just, uh, you know, sometime when you start, where do I want to go? And, you know, I, I write my personal, I've got my personal goals. I've got a book at home and yeah. I'll say, this is where I want to be in the next two years, five years, four years, and then I'll review it. Yeah. Um, and then things change. Things, it's never a straight line, you know. So it's... Um, um, yeah. so, so, I mean, two things to talk about that is when, when I say you've got, still got a written business plan and some of the things we talked about early on when I gave you a copy of the book and that book, the book teaches you the business plan, but is you say, of course, because in your mind, of course you would, do you mm. know, less than 20% of all mm. businesses in the UK have a business plan. 80% yeah. don't have a business plan. They might have had one when they first set off and went to the bank and it was this little business plan. We all know that changes dramatically even mm. in the first year. Of course. They don't renew, they don't update. Yeah. So, uh, and the second thing you said about, you know, it changes, what I believe in the principle of set off and course correct. This is where we're going, we review it at least once a year. And if it's not what we want anymore or that the market or world has changed, you know, COVID has changed many things, uh, markets change things, we mm. go through recession or not. So whether you're in a bull market or a bear market might change the way you grow. Absolutely. So, but you still have a plan and yeah. you adjust and adapt that plan. Is that fair? Absolutely. And, and I'll give you an example. I mean, we, we, um, we had a, an investor 
for the business I'm in now uh, to bring a new product to the market. Um, and, and we had this investor first discussion back in February. Until November, loads of fruitful discussion, a lot of traveling, meet him and, and meet them and, and things like that. And uh, it, it didn't work out, you know. So in November, that's it, it kind of fell apart. And we had a lot of things in place, you know, legal and all sorts of things, a structure, a business plan, and that didn't work out. So of course, it's an upset. But um, now I'm looking at, okay, how are we going to go back onto the, yeah. you know, we, I still have the same vision. I, I'm not going to back down, but now I've got to find a different way of getting there. So um, different investors, maybe a joint venture with two investors or, or that sort of thing. Yeah. So, so one of my guiding principles always is we set our goals in concrete. We're definitely going to do that. Yeah. But we set our plans in sand yeah. because plans do change. Change. Uh, and, and transformation mapping, we set a map, we set a destination, but there's always going to be surprises along that journey. So goals in concrete, plans in sand. But what is great to see about you, uh, and we've, we've, we've spoken a few times over the last few years since I was mentoring with you but is that you 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 you've almost just transitioned from yeah he fell away in november here we are just a few weeks later and you're like yeah okay he's gone next how am i going to do it differently yeah. so you're not you uh, what i do find with entrepreneurs is when they've had a few successes the the failures still come but they yeah. they're much more shallow in in that we move on we bounce back quicker it's still it's still a slap in the face yeah, it's yeah. still going to slap in the face but uh, i think yeah it's trying to think okay Let's move on quick. Uh, this, this, and take the learnings. Always take the learnings. What, what, what do you do? You think it didn't work, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then question ourselves, and maybe we didn't do that right, or I don't know. Um, but yeah. But, but to me, you're, you're, you, you've evolved so much over the five years in the sense of that was just a few weeks ago. You've taken it. You've already looked at future because having a clear business plan and a goal. You haven't given up on that goal of the business plan. You didn't. You didn't say, "Oh, we don't want to do it." You know, let's go to another idea. You're still wedded to that. Yeah. And then, even more so, illuminating as a as a professional businessman that's evolved with the benefit of other good lawyers and different things is to say, "What have we learned from it?" Mm. Because you'll be surprised how many people that I've mentored that have gone through failure. And often they're, they're, they're still in that blame culture of, mm. oh, they were so-and-so and they did this and they wasted our time. Of course, it's, it's all negative energy and wasted energy because they're not taking them anywhere. Mm. Far better to move on and say, okay, what can we learn? What won't we do next time? How can we do it better next time? And so on. You have to. I mean, that's, 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 it's life, isn't it? And I think it, it's the same goes with, with personal you know, like things don't work out. You just, you know, if you stumble and as you break every time, you know, yeah, so yeah. it's the same principle of life, I think. So where do you get your lessons from now? Do you read? Do you listen to podcasts? What, what, where do you go for your sort of inspiration or your education around business nowadays? I, I, I do read. I do listen to, you know, like everyone, everyone teamed up on social media. I probably listen to yours. I probably listen to loads of other people out there. Um, there's so much material out there. So I think it's, you, it's, it's almost too much sometimes. I think it's, you know, you, you bombarded with stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's, it's nice to just sometimes just stop. And then just think for yourself, write stuff down, you know, really go for a walk and then just think over things and then just say, okay, let's make a move. Let's, uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the principles I was talking about in one of the previous sessions was stop, breathe, think. Yeah. You know, when everything's feeling, and, and that was from mountaineering, I, that I was taught that, but when everything's hard yeah. or going wrong and you're not on plan and you're not on time, it feels really counterintuitive to say stop. Yeah. 
sometimes you've uh, got to stop. Uh, and the other thing is taking a nice walk. It's like you're uh, taking in the fresh air. It's a better mental environment than an office. I have some one clues. I mean, for me, my partner at the moment, she, she's, uh, she's going through a lot herself, but I think she's the person I go to when, when I, I come with a, a stumble. I say, what do you think? And then, and then she's going on ideas. I might, not, I might not agree or approve of everything, but I think actually it's just that yeah. bouncing that's great, I think. And um, find someone in life where you can really go deep into your ideas and, and yeah. share, I think it's, it's key. No, I think it's absolutely crucial, but I know because of uh, the challenges you, you had when we first met, but you also understand the importance of then giving that time back. Because sometimes we can get so caught up in business that we give it like 20 hours a day and we yeah. ignore the people that are the best um, support for us or, or the best person to we think I don't want to burden them with my problems yeah. but that burdens them by not you not telling them your problems more so yeah. sharing and talking yeah. and learning is, is really key and, and look after number one I think I think you did say that to me first time we met is is make sure you 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 well you good and you do you do the right thing for you I mean it's uh, if your brain is cluttered if you don't feel good and you know things don't work yeah, yeah, simple yeah. as that. So. Well, so selfish has become a negative word, and yeah. or we automatically attach negative connotations to yeah. it. But if if you, I'm not religious particularly, although I respect all people who are. But the the, the religious saying of "my cup overfloweth." I always think that if I've got more energy than I need, mm. I can give it to others. If I've got more money than I need, I can help others. If I've got more um, expertise than I need, I can help others. But the minute you're depleted. Mm. You need to you need to accept that that's then about taking yeah. or about asking, and that's the other thing, particularly with men in in business, they don't ask when they need help. In fact, we live. You 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 mentioned earlier about your son and 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 like every other teenager, you know this belief that we live in an X factor world, the lottery world, where I can go in front of Simon Cowell and become a zillionaire overnight, Dangerous. or I can buy a two pound lottery ticket and become a million multi millionaire overnight, yeah. but. As what my mentor said to me once, the only place that success comes before work is in the dictionary. Everywhere mm. else, mm. you've got to put the work in yeah. first. Yeah. Um, and there is work, there is focus, there is a goal setting, and you can't do it on your own. I mean, that's the other thing. I think when I first met you, you were trying to be everything to everyone and solve every problem. Yeah. Uh, there's still a lot of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's still a lot of this, but I think I've learned. I've learned to, to focus and you know, and discipline. You wrote that. I think it's you have that one goal and you know, take take that box and make it happen, and then go to the next and go to the next. I mean, working in parallel, you know, in businesses or you work in parallel. I think it's a, it's a, it's great, yeah, and you yeah. can do this. But I think with ideas, <clears throat> um, sometimes it's better just to just have one idea, clear that go to the end of it um, and maybe you have several ideas but but quickly just eliminate the ones that you think are not going to be you know bringing bringing the goods yeah, yeah. well focus and discipline focus and discipline yeah. the fox that chases multiple rabbits starves you know fox that chases one gets it i think with good teams you can then start to look at multiple opportunities yeah. but to me i always think of it as when I was younger and you get the circus and you see someone spinning plates mm -hmm. and you know they go from one to two to three then they go back and spin and let's say they could spin six plates once they start getting beyond that plates start falling mm. and when plates fall they smash okay. and that causes damage and then it all falls apart because you lose your focus so to me I'm completely with you it's focus and discipline that's why the transition mapping is all about where are we going what have we got to do to get there who uh, what so 
current state, where are we? Future state, where are we going? What areas do we need to work in? So people, sales, marketing, finance, legal operations, and then what actions in each area. Mm. Then we can start to think about people in yeah. terms of who's going to help us on that journey. Have I got the expertise? Yeah. And the realization that, that often you need to find people better than you in areas to do stuff that you can't do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in a business, you know, you can never, never have all those skills. So employing the, the, the right skilled people, that's absolutely fundamental. You know, um, you mentioned uh, marketing. This is one area, I think, um, of my business where I, I, I didn't, I didn't do for many years because, you know, I had a lot of, I had a good network and, uh, and people used to come to me and, and your business was coming, it's fine. Um, but over the years, um, you know, COVID, COVID hits us as well. And I think people just kind of, where's this business? Yeah, yeah. And I think um, we had to reinvent ourselves a little bit. So I think marketing now, I'm investing marketing a lot more than I've done. We've recruited people to do marketing in-house. Um, and uh, this is one of the things I either never knew about it, but now I have to because this yeah. is fundamental for the business to grow. So. No, I think marketing of yourself, marketing of the business is is crucial. But they used to, I used to love the uh, Field of Dreams was the movie, and the sort of underlying principle of it was build it and they'll come. Mm. And I think that was that's a fine principle in many in many mindsets. Mm. But these days we are hit with so much multimedia, so much is going on, you know, new, new yeah. this, new yeah. that, new the other, someone else selling to us, great concepts, great ideas, that if you're not in that mix of marketing, yeah. if, if you're not gonna be seen by them, you'll become forgotten very quickly. Yeah, being, being visual, I mean, you know, all the platforms, you have to use them. I think it's, um, and, and the world we live in at the moment, you have to use these things, you yeah. know, and, um, and then we, we start to see the benefit of it now, you know, and yeah. So what, what's next then? So you, you've gone from that, all those struggles and challenges and yes. financial juggling or plate spinning to, to exiting uh, an IP for a couple of million pounds. What's next for you now? Bigger aspirations, bigger goals? So... Carry on selling IPs. That's going to be. This is the. This is the goal of our business. We want to try. We we're not a manufacturing company. We want to sell IPs. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to carry on with the, the the paint business and the closing business, trying to sell more IP, and also do that with my own business and trying to sell more IP as well. Um, and I think we're on the way. And you know, we we're making some 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 good steps. So. So remind me what the name of your business is, so we can look out for it. And Enetherm Engineering. Enetherm Engineering. N F. Engineering. Enetherm Engineering. That's right. E-N-E-T-H-E-R-E-M. E-R-M. That's it. Enetherm. Thanks for your time again, Francois. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks for listening to us. If you like, subscribe. We look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Thank you.